I'm James Parker, and this is Florida Story. Thank you for our first Florida Story. We're going into the woods right outside of Jacksonville. We go to Action News Jax for the story. Yeah, and the two neighbors say they will not come to an agreement, but no matter what, it ended with one of them spending 30 hours inside the jail on an animal cruelty charge he says he disagrees with. I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute. CPR, mouth to mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. Big Roo was Jason Day Felice's pet rooster. That is until James Nix hit it with a stick. So I'm defending myself, you know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, you know, uh, died. So one day when Nix says the rooster followed him and attacked him. His neck flares up, and he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. He was trying to get the animal away. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when Dave Felice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch. James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Nix says he never should have been arrested. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. Don't you love that guy? Like, don't you absolutely love this guy? So you heard him in the news report. You go to the website. There's a whole eight-minute interview with this Florida man, and it's all delicious. Check out his version of the fight in full context. I go to my mailbox one morning. I don't see nothing. I just check my mail. I turn around and go. I hear, and I turn around, and there's the chicken out there in the street. I said, oh, boy, here we go. Turn around and walk back to my place. Now the chicken's in my yard. Now his neck flares up. And he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. So I pick up a stick in the yard, and, and I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. The chicken rolled around on the ground right there in my yard up here, and then it, and then it just laid there in the ditch. I, I, didn't want to give, I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute, CPR, mouth-to-mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. So, so I just left it laying there beside the road. Beautiful, beautiful. And he must have gone to law school or something because he has what sounds to me like a rock-solid, intellectually-based academic defense here. So I, I figure I, I, this is my property. I got a right to print life, property, and limb, just like you do. If a man comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to hi-ya him, right? Okay, simple as that. And then, of course, here's the real lesson learned. I mean, you don't have to be sorry. Be sorry for him because the rotten fruit falls off the tree eventually. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. For our next Florida story, I'm going to read you a brutal obituary of a Florida man in the Jacksonville area. This was published at Jacksonville.com. Florida man was born on April of 1941. He passed away in June of 2022, living a long life, much longer than he deserved. He is survived by his three children, no four, oops, five children. Well, as of 2022, we believe there is one more that we know about, but there could be more. His love was abundant when it came to himself, but for his children, it was limited. From a young age, he was a ladies' man and an abusive alcoholic, solidifying his commitment to both with the path of destruction he left behind, damaging his adult children and leaving them broken. Florida man's hobbies included abusing his first wife and children. 
He'd love to start projects, but never followed through on any of them. Florida man did spend over 20 years with the NYPD, but even his time in service was negligent at best. Because of his alcohol addiction, his commanding officer took away his gun and badge, replacing them with a broom until he could get his act together. He possesses no redeeming qualities for his children, including the ones he knew and the ones he knew about. It will be challenging to miss Florida man because he was narcissistic. He was incapable of love. Florida man's passing proves that evil does eventually die and it marks a time of healing, which will allow his children to get the closure they deserve. Florida man can be remembered for being a father to many and a dad to none. Oof. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. beer. For our next Florida story, we're going to go to St. Petersburg. Where there's a place called the Uhuru House, and they describe themselves as a black international socialist group, and they have the Pan-African flag that's flying in front of their building, but it's on a mass that's off the second floor. It's like 30 feet above the ground. Well, last week, a guy shows up, gets a flamethrower out of his trunk, and then shoots the flamethrower at the flag, burning it. It takes him a while, too, but there's a surveillance video of it. There's really a dude with a flamethrower shooting like a 30-foot wall of fire straight up into the air. It is wild. Police have no idea who the dude is, why he did it, why this was possibly motivated. But a couple of weird things come to mind. First off, how many flamethrower crimes do you see ever? Really, I'm surprised we don't see more, but I can't remember the last flamethrower incident I've seen in the news, so that's weird. Number two, that song, My Grandma, Your Grandma, Sent by the Fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm going to set your flag on fire. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm going to set your flag on fire. You're talking about me. My entire life until this point, I thought, what a ridiculous line in the song. Who the hell is going to set a flag on fire? I'm like, I'm maybe seeing people burn their own flags. Why would anybody want to set a flag on a fire? What would even motivate? Has there been one incidence on someone going up to someone else's flag and just shooting a flamethrower at it? Now we have. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. This episode of Florida Stories is brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Gumbo. Snap, send, and save.com. Florida Stories is produced by Spring Rock. Follow me on Twitter at Florida Stories J. I'm James Parker, and this is Florida Stories. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. And wow, these are some unique times for homeowners. You're wondering, should I refinance? So I will make it easy. Just remember, snap, send, save. Snap, send, and save. Simply snap a picture of your most recent mortgage statement, send it by visiting mortgagegumbo.com, and wait for a call to discuss potential savings. Do it now. Snap, send, and save. Dad Cam.